0: Hey Fresh Take Fam, what's happening? It's Pastor Sam. We're so glad that you're joining us again for the third week of What's My Why? This series we're tackling the reasons why we do things as Christians. And this week we're going to be tackling the what's my why of the Bible. Why do I read it? What's so important about it? And what am I supposed to get out of it? So, before we get started, make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that they're putting out podcasts. Make sure to like us on Facebook, hit the like button there, share that with your friends. Without any further ado, let's get into it. I feel like I say this every week, but I'm really excited about this subject today because I feel like it's one of the most misunderstood points of Christianity, Um, and there's a lot of people that don't do it and that is the reading of the Bible. Like, why do we read our Bible? Isn't it funny that, like, any Sunday school answer usually involves Jesus praying in the Bible? Like, those are the big three answers, right, in Sunday school. And the Bible is so very important to our walk as Christians, but it's one of the things that's usually forgotten about. I know that we said the same thing about prayer, but I just feel I feel like the same thing about the Bible is, like, people don't understand it, They don't understand the power of it, and because of that, they just kind of brush it off. But if we were to really understand God's Word, what the Bible is, and what it means to our lives as Christians, I don't think it would be sitting at home collecting dust on our bookshelves or coffee tables right now. I honestly believe that if we had a real idea of the power that lies inside those pages that's been given to us, that we would be more ready— to study it, use it, and share it with others. And so today we're going to be talking about why we read our Bibles. Now before we talk about why we read it, we need to talk about the Bible itself and what it is. Um, we believe that the Bible is God's word to man as he reveals himself through it. And listen, from Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21, the entire book points God. The entire book points to Jesus, his redemption plan for us, and just his glory. And that's what we have to understand the If you're reading the Bible and you don't get that out of the Bible, you're not reading it right. Which really brings me to my first point. Is I, I believe a lot of Christians don't read the Bible because they don't know how to read it. Right? Like you can't read the Bible like it's a novel. You can't read the Bible like it's a newspaper, where you flip through and say, oh, I see David kill Goliath, right? And then you flip through the back, oh, I'm supposed to give my money to the church. Oh, you know what? I don't want to talk about that part. Let's skip somewhere else. And so we skip around. We don't read in context. We don't really take time to understand what's being said. We just try to read it, and we think that that's going to Give God glory and that's going to help us understand God a little better and that's going to help us in our day by just reading something that we don't have no plan on studying. And that's a scary thought as Christians. It should be anyway. We are not going to gain any knowledge. We're not going to gain any power from it if we don't read it correctly. We have to read the Bible correctly. Well, reading the Bible is boring. Yeah, you know what? I hear that a lot. But honestly, if you actually dove into what the Bible is, again, reading it in context, knowing the historical backgrounds, knowing the different things that are going on, I guarantee you it would be more interesting. But the problem is nobody wants to do the work. Nobody wants to do the work of actually studying the Bible, not reading it, but actually studying the Bible, knowing what the Bible says. So let's talk about why we do read the Bible. As Christians, I think there's three big reasons why we read the Bible. Number one is so you and I can understand and know God a little better. God reveals himself to us through his word. And so you and I have the chance to understand God a little bit better. From every page of the Bible, you and I can learn A little bit more about God about his character about who he is about why he has done the things he has done he is trying to reveal himself to us through his word which is a really cool concept because God doesn't have to do that he didn't have to do that but he did because he wants to have that personal relationship with us so how do you get to know people how do you get to know their likes their dislikes the things that they desire, the things that they, that they they want, you you learn about them. And what better way to learn about God and the things that he desires than to read the word of God, to read what it is, what he wants from us. And so I think when we really look into scripture, we can see that God is trying from creation all the way to the second coming. He is trying to reveal himself to us, to show us who he is. But unless we read scripture, we're not going to have a good understanding of God. We're simply going to have a second hand from a person around us view of God. When we can have the view of God from his word, which is right in front of us. So I think the first reason that we've been given the Bible and the first reason that we should read the Bible is because God reveals himself to us. Now, The second reason I think that we have to actively uh, use the Bible, actively read the Bible is so that you and I can stay away from sin. Not only so we can be sensitive to sin, so we can know what it is, but if we are actively um, working out God's word in our lives, we are going to stay away from sin. And the Bible points out to us what sin is, right? And I think we have to be careful because we often have the misconception that sin is just awful things, and I'm a pretty good person, so I don't really sin. Well, the Bible is very specific uh, about what we should be doing, right? I mean, we have verses all through the Bible telling us, like in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, it tells us that we have to lay aside every weight and sin. So there's other stuff that you and I need to lay aside in order to run the race or or follow Christ. It's not just what's wrong. It's what's keeping me from God. And if we're not reading the Bible, if we're not into Scripture, then we're not going to know what those things are. We're not going to be able to look in our lives and say, well, that doesn't add up to the Bible. That's not what God's Word says. And so I need to stay away from it. And we're going to start being tossed around by maybe the different stuff that we hear right and so i think the bible is pretty clear on what is sin but it's also pretty clear on things that you and i should stay away from even though to us it might not even look like sin because there's some good things in our lives but it's not the best thing right like we've heard that so many times before but I, we have to understand that we have to understand that god has given us his word not only so he can reveal himself to us but so that you and i can run from things that are not of him. You and I can run from things that are not of him. Another you know what goes along with that is scripture it frees us from satan. It frees us from the penalty that we have because of the fall of man. You know John 8:32 says what? It says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Well what's the truth? The truth is Jesus Christ. But we don't know that without reading scripture. Right? We don't we don't know that without reading scripture. And that's why Scripture is so important, that we know the truth. And the truth, the Son of God, sets us free from our sin. That is vitally important. We don't know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life without knowing Scripture. And so it it, it frees us from that. Uh, Scripture is also important for grace and for peace in our life. Now, peace is not meaning that life is going to be easy. Right? That's not what peace is. But peace is a calm that we can have during the midst of life's storms. It's being able to feel safe even when tragedy strikes, even when it seems like life is falling down all around us. We can can trust in God. That's what scripture can give us because we can run to scripture and we can find out that God is our protection. We can find out that God is our shield. We can find out that God will give us grace as he extends it to us. He, he extends us his mercy. He extends us his love. He walks with us through our issues. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. He does all of these things, right? Second Peter 1, 2, my, may grace and peace be multiplied to you into the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. You can have grace and peace through the knowledge that you can gain from the Word of God. Knowledge gained through Scripture is not identical with grace, but Peter says it is a means of grace. If we want to be made peaceful and powerful through divine grace, Peter says it happens in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. That knowledge, where is it found? It's found in Scripture. So you and I must have a knowledge of Scripture in order to have that grace and peace that we are looking for. The next thing that scripture does is it sanctifies us. Sanctification is a a big Christian word, but I mean, it gets thrown around a lot. But what is sanctification? It's daily pursuing God. It's realizing that you and I need to daily pursue God in order to look a little bit more like him each day. So when we look in the mirror, we don't see ourselves, but we see Christ. And we can't have that unless we are studying the scriptures. Jesus wanted us to be sanctified in truth. He even says that in John 17, 17. He says, sanctify them in truth. But then he pauses and says, your word is truth. Those things, that's huge. So not only does Jesus want us to be sanctified in truth, but he tells us where we can find that truth. Where is it? It's in God's word. His word is truth. You and I every day should be striving for holiness. You and I every day should be striving to be more like Jesus, should be striving to, be, to live more in the truth. But we cannot do that set aside from knowing the truth. And knowing the truth means reading the scripture. And so you and I have to read the scripture in order to know that scripture can sanctify us. Scripture not only sanctifies us, it sustains us. Right? I mean, when uh, Jesus there in the desert was being tempted, Matthew 4, what does, he, what does he tell the devil? He says, Matthew 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by what? Every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Man should not live by bread alone. It's a physical hunger. But the spiritual that hunger that you and I and everybody shares in this world, whether they like to admit it or not, can only be filled by knowing God, and we can't know God aside from His Word. We can't. And so you and I have to feel that spiritual hunger. Now, so many times we try to fill, we think what that is is like, oh, that's going to be found in more stuff. That's going to be found here. That's going to be found there. But God tells us the only way to quench that hunger is to know the word of God. It gives and sustains life in us. One of the last things I want to talk about is Scripture protecting us. Scripture protects us. What does it protect us from? Well, I'm just going to call them out. They're snakes in the grass. They're wolves in sheep's clothing, right? They're the fox in the hen house. People that come in with false doctrine, pretending to be pastors, pretending to be men and women of God that take and distort the word of God so it sounds good, so people give to them, so people f- fall away from God. But if we know scripture, we're going to have an easier and better time picking out the false teachings and the false doctrine of those people. But you have to know Scripture in order to do it. Ephesians four thirteen and 14 says, Till we all come in the unity of faith and of knowledge of the Son of God unto the perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Here it is, That we henceforth be no more children, amateur Christians not knowing, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. There are men and women in this world that are lying and wait to deceive you from your relationship with Christ. They're there to tickle your ears. They're there to preach a false doctrine. And the word of God is to be the showing against the counterfeit. It's going to give you the evidence that that is not what the word of God says. But the only reason to know that or the only way to know that is to be in God's word. So I feel like we've talked about a bunch of reasons why you and I every day should be in God's word. Not only so that we can know God better as he reveals himself to us. Not only so that you and I can live better lives as Christians. Staying away from sin and, and, and being sanctified. And not only so we can have a peace and grace in our, our times of trouble as we walk through our lives. But so that we can have protection. Walking around as a Christian not knowing the word of God is like a soldier walking around without armor. It doesn't make any sense. They're in a battle every day. And if you do not know God's word, you are going into battle without a weapon. You're going into battle without a weapon. God has given us his word so that you and I can rightly divide the word of truth. Charles Spurgeon said, The Bible in the memory is better than the Bible in the bookcase. The Bible in the memory is better than the Bible in the bookcase. If you don't take God's word out and read it, it is useless to you. It has to be applied. It's not just about reading, it's about memorizing, it's about understanding, it's about writing it on our hearts. That's one of my favorite verses Psalm 119.11 11. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. I write God's word on my heart for protection. I memorize it because it's important to me. I know it because it protects me. I use it to sanctify me. These are all reasons why we read our Bible. So if that's the reason why we read our Bible, those are the reasons why, then let's talk about the how. Because maybe the reason that you don't read is just because you don't know where to start or you just don't know how. It's not like you can just open this book up and start reading and you're going to be like, oh, that makes sense. It all goes back to context. And I like using the acronym HERE, H-E-A-R. It means when I'm studying, I want to highlight, I want to explain, I want to apply, and I want to respond. Okay? Highlight, explain, apply, and respond. Highlight the verse that speaks to you. The, great, the greatest place to start is usually the Gospel of John. And if anybody ever asks me, where should I start reading my Bible, I just don't know where to read, I always point them to the Gospel of John. I also like to point them to the book of James. I think those two books are great applicable books. One where you see the ministry of Christ written by John, one where you see just Christianity and how it should be lived out in the book of James. But as you start in those books, get to know the history, who wrote it, Who did they write it to? Why did they write it? Where were they writing it from? What was the time period? Actually take time to understand these things. And then after you do that, pray. Pray that God is going to reveal himself to you through your reading. We should always pray before we open up the word of God. Always pray before you open up the word of God. Once you start, highlight. Highlight each verse that speaks to you by copying it down. Write it down. Write it down in your journal. You've got to keep a journal. You've got to write it down. You can't just read the Bible and then hope that that's going to just stick in your mind. You have to write it down. Write down, you know, the name of the book, the passage of Scripture, the chapter and verse numbers that especially speak to you and a title, make up a title to describe the passage, why it stuck out to you. So that's your H highlight. The next one is E, Explain. Explain what the text means, but you can't explain without knowing the context. Again, that's why context is so important to Bible reading. You have to know the context in order to be able to explain. Ask some simple questions like, why was it written? To whom was it written? How does it fit in with verses before it or after it? What is the author uh, intending to communicate through the text? Okay, those are things that we should look to explain when reading our Bibles. The third is usually the one that people want the most, and that's application. How does this apply to me? How can this help me? These are another questions you can ask. How does this help me? What does uh, this mean today? What would the application of this verse look like in my life? What does uh, this mean to me? And what is God saying to me? You can go through and find out in these verses. You know, I would challenge you also to, to find a commentary You know, find a well-trusted commentary. I really enjoy reading Matthew Henry, but I also like uh, John Gill. He's got a good commentary out. But those are two good commentaries that I trust that I know when I go read those, okay, I'm going to learn something from this. But we have to understand that we have to study it in this way. So we have H for highlight, E for explain, A for apply, and now R is respond. This is the last part. And your response to the passage, it could take on many forms. You may write yourself a call to action. Hey, I need to do this. These, these verses have influenced me to want to do this in my life today. You may describe how you'll be different because of what God has said to you. You know what? Here's some things I need to change in my life today because of this scripture reading. Here's some things that I need to do. You may indicate you're going to do uh, what you're going to do because of what you've learned. You may respond by writing out a prayer to God. You uh, may ask God to help you to be more loving, to give you more desire, to be generous. You know, whatever that is. I mean, God is going to impress upon you as you read his word. But the thing is, we have to read it. We have to study it. We have to be stewards of it. Good stewards of it. Good students of it. And I'll take you one further, past the highlighting, explaining, and at, uh, applying, and responding. And this might go with response, but memorize it. Whatever you're reading, whatever passage that day, you listen, don't, don't bite off a whole chapter. Take a couple verses. But Whatever you read that day, take one verse and just memorize it. Just one verse to memorize. You just repeat it to yourself throughout the day. Meditate on it. Write it on your heart so that you will remember it. That's how you study God's Word. That's why we study God's Word. And so I hope this week you and I we we can dig into God's Word a little bit deeper. Maybe it won't be boring now when you open it up because you'll actually understand it a little bit more. Maybe you'll take time to actually write stuff down. The more you rush through studying the Word of God, the, the less you will remember. And so you and I have to take time out of our lives to say, you know what, God's Word is important. And if it's important to him, it's important to me. So let's be good stewards of God's Word. That's the reason why we read God's Word. That's how we read God's Word. So let's start today. If you're looking for a plan, if you go to our website, hbcministry.net, you'll see on the far right side a 30-day challenge. And I would love for you to take that 30-day challenge. It, It helps you walk through some really great passages of scripture and using the hear technique I would love to hear all about what God is going to do in the reading for you what God is impressing upon your heart so take that challenge hbcministry.net go to the 30 day challenge uh, page and just start working through that every day there's a 30 day uh, scripture reading there at the bottom one scripture, one group of scripture every day and just to use that time to really dig into God's word. Guys, like, listen, I hope, I hope and pray that this finds you well today. And that you will be ready to use God's word like you've never used it before. That he might reveal himself to you. That you might stay away from sin. That you might find freedom and grace and peace in it. But most importantly, that you would use it to grow in the Lord and to share it with others. We hope you have a great Friday. Enjoy your weekend and come visit us at Heritage. This Sunday, 1030 a.m., we would love to have you worship with us right off Cogbill Road next to the Chesterfield Airport. That's Heritage Baptist Church. Look forward to seeing you there.